Welcome to this edition of Spotlight on the Word. Today, we're going to examine an overlooked detail in the Christmas story. Most of us have grown up believing that Jesus was born under a lean-to and placed into a manger. In other words, we have known the sanitized American version of Jesus' birth, which is represented by the nativity scene that pops up in front yards and on church properties during the Christmas season. God the Father determined that His Son was to be born in a specific place at a specific time with specific accommodations. In Luke chapter 2, we are told that Caesar Augustus, by a royal decree, ordered a census to be taken, which meant everyone had to go to their own city to register. Joseph and Mary had to make an arduous journey to Bethlehem, which was filled with uncertainty, because Mary was pregnant, and they had to travel to Bethlehem to register since they were of the stock and lineage of King David. When they arrived in the city, they could not find a room, because the city, with a normal population of 300, was now overrun with people who had come from all over the known world to register for the census. Joseph and Mary's ability to obtain a room was complicated by another factor. The Levitical law of motherhood found in Leviticus chapter 12 says this, When a woman gives birth and bears a male child, then she shall be unclean for seven days, as in the days of her menstruation, she shall be unclean. On the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. Then she shall remain in the blood of her purification for 33 days. She shall not touch any consecrated thing nor enter the sanctuary until the days of her purification are completed. Now that comes to a total of 40 days. And any Jew would have recognized Mary was about to give birth. And that meant blood would be shed during the birth of her child, making the home of the host ceremonially unclean. So they had to move on until they found the place that God the Father had prepared for his son, which was most likely at Migdal Eder, otherwise known as the Tower of the Flock. In ancient times, this tower had two levels. The top level was used by the shepherds as a lookout for their enemies and wild beasts seeking to steal or destroy their flock. The bottom level, which was kept very clean, was where the ewes were brought to deliver their lambs. The shepherds who delivered the lambs were most likely Levitical shepherds or priests who placed the newborn lambs in a stone manger. Immediately after the lambs were born, they were examined to make sure they were spotless and had no defects or blemishes. If they were spotless, they were wrapped with strips of swaddling cloth or swaddling bands to protect them. These were born and consecrated to be set aside as sacrificial lambs. Jesus came into this world by way of the sacrificial lambs that preceded him. He was born in the tower of the flock, born without defect, placed in a stone manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes for warmth and protection, and he was born to be God's sacrificial lamb. 
The tower of the flock was located on a road between Jerusalem and Bethlehem. Why is that significant? Because that tower is spoken of in a prophecy found in Micah chapter 4, verse 8, which reads, As for you, tower of the flock, hill of the daughter of Zion, to you it will come. Even the former dominion will come, the kingdom of the daughter of Jerusalem. Then we have another prophecy found in Micah chapter 5, verse 2, which says, But as for you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. These prophecies foretold that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. When the angel appeared to the shepherds and announced the birth of Christ, they had no problem finding him because they knew about the tower of the flock, and when it was located, it was there they found the baby Lord Jesus. This is just one of the many prophecies found in the Old Testament concerning the coming of Christ that has been fulfilled. Every prophecy in the Bible concerning Christ will be fulfilled including those concerning His second coming. For Spotlight on the Word, I'm E. Lawrence Williams.